Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Oh, man, 11 minutes, 11 minutes after now, y'all. Hey, woo! Yes, sir. We got your rig, dog. Oh, no, I'm good, man. Through the storm, through the rain, through sunshine, through pain, for the rest of my life. Yes, sir. <laughs> boy, it's going to be God is all right. Hey, 12 minutes after now, y'all got your front page right here. Maria, what's happening? Good morning, Roxy. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's your Wednesday morning news. Winter weather brought ice and dangerous road conditions to the U.S. More than 1,700 flights were canceled nationwide, and two people died on slick roads in Texas. Several more rounds of mixed precipitation, including freezing, rain, and sleet, are still expected from many areas through Wednesday. In other news, Tyree Nichols' stepfather, Rodney Wells, denied the scandalous accusation about an alleged affair going on between Tyree and one of the officer's wives. He addressed the issue on Tuesday during a prayer vigil outside the Nichols' home, saying, My son was not messing around with one of the officer's wives. That's just a rumor. Meanwhile, personnel files for four of the five Memphis police officers fired in the Tyree Nichols case show past disciplinary complaints. Those complaints include excessive and unnecessary force, failure to comply with regulations, and failure to issue a report after responding to a domestic disturbance, among many others. Lastly, after lying about his resume, accusations of a secret life as a crossdresser, and a host of other ethics issues, Republican Representative George Santos has announced that he will temporarily step down from two congressional committees. The move comes a day after he met with House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. I'm Maria Moore, and that's a quick look at news. For more on these stories and other headlines, log on to rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what's happening in sports? Already, Maria, LeBron James moves to number four. On NBA's all-time assist list, 10,339 total assists. He's the only non-guard on this list, passing Steve Nash, who is now number five, Chris Paul's number three, Jason Kidd's number two, and, of course, John Stockton is number one. The new head coaches in the NFL so far, former New Orleans Saints head coach Sean Payton is now the head coach for the Denver Broncos, and the one that I'm super excited about is Houston Texans hire San Francisco 49ers defensive coordinator D'Amico Ryans as their new head coach. This is an amazing hire for two reasons. One, he's a black man, a brother, getting a head coaching opportunity. Also, D'Amico Ryan is the right person for the job. He played with the Texans back in the day, man, so uh, Houston's going to be very excited about this one. Last but not least, uh, a 22-year-old high school basketball coach in Virginia just lost her job for trying to pass as a 13-year-old player on the junior varsity team. <laughs> Arlisha Boykins is her Everybody name, man. Grown okay. Come on, Rick. A grown woman out there playing with them kids. <laughs> he thought she was going to get away with it. <laughs> Damn. There it is, Somebody man. else like, was doing that. Uh, dude was on the basketball team. Yeah, he was 25. It. He was 25 <laughs> playing. Uh, like, he, like win, hey, 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 he was out there wearing them out, too. <laughs> he was Lighting them up. I mean, I mean, Georgia quarterback the same age as Tom Brady. 
right? <laughs> they won the national championship. That's but a minute, he, about he about 39. <laughs> <laughs> there it is, man. What up, Gary? <laughs> All right, y'all. Kiki Palmer, baby. This girl is there saying she's giving her fans some hints about the name of her baby boy on the way. Now, she was on her podcast recently, and she teased the name that she and her boyfriend, Darius Jackson, have decided on for their son. Now, she said, we're not saying the name, but the name for us, she said, it gives American. She said, it gives black American storylines, honey. She said, we want it to just be like, we're not going far from anything too unique. She said, it's not about to be stone or sand. She said, it's just a nice, natural name that the mom wants. You know, to name her child. And she also addressed, you know, jokes that she could name her baby after Nickelodeon's character, True Jackson. So some people say she needs to name her son maybe James or Anthony or Tony or, you know, something, a, a regular name. But you know, these people giving these kids names now, like she said, Stone. They're and, very uh, exotic. Yeah, but it's going to be an African-American name, she said. So. What's wrong with Stone? Well, Stone ain't black, honey. I don't know no white stones. You know some black stones? No, but I don't know no white ones either. Yeah, but she said she ain't naming it there, so honey, she gonna give it a... She needs to name it black to normal. Leroy. No, or, don't nobody want no... Nobody going Leroy. back to Leroy. Oh, no. Leroy. Oh, they stopped doing that in like 83. That is so fame. Yeah. I'm gonna live forever. <laughs> anyway, name your baby whatever you want to name it then, honey. Kiki. All right, the Kahlua yeah. today, honey, is one of my favorite Kahlua's. My Kahlua today, y'all, is Sundial. On the high end, you say Sundial, and on the low end, you say Beautiful Gold. That's your Kahlua for today. Brad, what you got coming up in the hot spot? Coming up next in the hot spot, he's been charged with involuntary manslaughter. And I'm going to tell you who I'm talking about up next. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. The hot spot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot, and Damn, that's hot. Meet me at the hot spot. It's the B-R-A-T. All right, y'all, Rick Smiley Morning Show 29. Um, my voice. I'm sorry, Brett. Uh, Bring it to Ted. What's happening? What's happening, Rock T? Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, everybody. Morning. I'm your girl, Brad Ted Ted, and this is the hot spot where we bring you music, movies, and more. So let's get off into it. Well, y'all, the Santa Fe County District Attorney Mary Carmack Altwees formally filed charges against Alec Baldwin and Rust Armorer Hannah Gutierrez Reed yesterday. They both were charged with two counts of involuntary manslaughter over the death of cinematographer Helena Hutchins in 2021. And when the filing the statement of probate cause reads, uh, on the day of the shooting alone, evidence shows that no less than a dozen acts or omissions of recklessness occurred in a short time prior to lunch and the time of the shooting. And this does not include the recklessness handling of the firearm by Baldwin. As a producer on the film, Baldwin directly contributed and or failed to mitigate numerous reckless and dangerous actions during a very short time period. Ooh, Special Investigator Robert Schilling of the Santa Fe DA's office writes, This reckless deviation is known uh, from standards and practice and protocol directly caused the fatal shooting. Ooh. He added Baldwin acted with willful disregard of the safety of others and in a manner which endangered other people, specifically Hutchins and Joel Salza. Uh, Baldwin clearly should have known of the danger of his actions, which led to the death of Hutchins. And I mean, 
I got to say, because he is a producer, especially on the film, that they have training for that. Like, when I did a play, we had to have training for that. They have to. They came in every day and told us something, or we had to go over the scenes every day to make sure we didn't aim the gun at the crowd, to make sure it was aimed at the ground. Like, it's certain things you have to do, and you don't play with it, and you don't do anything until it's time for the show. So, right. you know, I, I just feel like, you know, he may have known that, but him being Alec Baldwin and being a producer and stuff, he probably felt like he didn't have to follow the rules and then that's when the the fatal shot thing happened i, f- I feel sorry for that lady's family but yeah ooh, that's that's crazy and i knew somebody was gonna get charged and unfortunately he's the one that pulled the trigger and you know they wasn't filming and he was you know pointing the gun and, and you just can't do that all right y'all moving on so i should say the beyonce is set to announce her club renaissance stadium tour tomorrow with the pre-sale what? kicking off on February 6th. So she's going to let y'all know tomorrow when it starts and the pre-sale is kicking off February 6th. I bet them tickets be gone February 7th. Oh, yeah. <laughs> February, February like, right? 6th. Three, three minutes, yep. No gone. matter how much they cost, yep. people no don't how play much. about that lady. All right, last but not least, the studio that Kanye West used inside of Atlanta's Mercedes-Benz Stadium has reportedly been listed to rent for $50,000 per hour. According to the listing on uh, StuFinder, the studio comes complete with recording facilities, accommodates up to six people, and allows smoking. Uh, The listing reads, past clients include Kanye West. Studio does not include Kanye West. (laughs) Bookings aren't guaranteed. As previously reported, uh, Ye temporarily moved into Atlanta's Mercedes-Benz Stadium to finish recording Donda. He was reportedly paying $1 million a day to stay at the stadium. All right, you guys, we're going to wrap up the hot spot on that note. Uh, but coming up next, we got Rock Tees HBC, you know. And why don't y'all hit us up for them wake up calls at 8669 Ricky? That's 8669 R I C K E Y. Who we repping today, Rock T? Brigadier Tap, man, we shouting out to Charles Drew University of Medicine and Science, which is a historically black graduate school, all right? Okay. That's coming up next on the HBC, you know. You know. On Ricky's Molly Morning Show, Pip. I know. Now you know. Hey, no. Hey, no. And if you don't know, now you know. HBC, you know. Oh, uh, yeah, baby. <laughs> Woohoo. What up, Rock Teasy up in the house, man? It's time for another HBC, you know. We're going to continue to highlight and showcase, put a spotlight on all of our heroes and sheroes that attended our outstanding historically black colleges and universities. Uh-oh. Are we going to Willowbrook, California? Y'all probably saying, there ain't no HBCU in Cali. What? I'm talking about that Charles Drew University of Medicine and Science established in 1966 in response to inadequate medical access within the Watts region of L.A., California. Come on now. Let's talk about one of y'all's former students. I'm talking about that Patricia Bath. An ophthalmologist and the first black female to receive a medical patent for inventing a laser treatment for cataracts. Let me put an S on that. She holds five total patents. Plural. Let me run down some of these accolades real quick. She's the first woman to lead a postgraduate training program in ophthalmology. She's the first woman elected to the honorary staff of the UCLA Medical Center. She's the first African-American woman to serve on a staff as a surgeon at the UCLA Medical Center. And oh, by the way, 
She also attended and graduated from Howard University College of Medicine with honors. Miss Patricia Bang, another proud HBCU alum from Charles Drew University of Medicine and Science and Howard University College of Medicine. If you didn't know, now you know. If you want me to highlight your favorite HBCU, hit me up on my social media platforms at Rock T Holla. Let's get it. HBCU, no. Hey, man, appreciate that. Brett, what you got coming up next? Coming up, I want to know what is your favorite poverty meal? And I know you got some. Ooh, up next, ooh, it's the Ricky ooh, Smiley Morning Show. Ooh, ooh. What up, Brett? What up, Ricky? So check this out. I want to know what y'all favorite poverty meals are. Now, we all we all been there at some point, okay? And as grocery prices are hitting some families hard, and so are these fancy recipes with all these multiple bougie ingredients or whatever. You know, vegetables and all that stuff is real high these days, especially eggs, even though eggs ain't vegetable. Now, families are saying, listen, anything you can do to make uh, your, your good, nice, cheap meal in a few bucks is in. So people have been sharing their favorite poverty meals. That's stuff from when they were younger or, you know, a poor college student that they're tossing back into the rotation to save a little bit of cash. Now, here's some highlights. Number five is a condiment sandwich. That's either your good mayo on toast or some mustard on toast, jelly, or ketchup on on some white bread. Now, now. That's Mm. right. Or number four is some Kraft macaroni and cheese in the box with a couple of hot dogs chopped up mixed in it. You know what I'm saying? Number three is some spaghetti or any kind of Chef Boyardee in the can. Whatever you can grab in the can. Hey, I can do the ravioli, okay? (laughs) Number two, uh, grilled cheese and tomato soup. That's a good one. Uh, And number one is... Wait a minute. Stop right there. Okay. (laughs) When I tell you when you dip... Dip that down. Uh, what? Brett. Bye. Bye, what? Brett. Brett. Bye. Bye. Brett. Brett. Get off. Bye. Brett. I'll call out. you later. Bye. Yeah, you clock out on that one. You clock out on, on that damn uh, tomato soup in that grill. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm gone. And, and don't cook the grilled cheese on the, you know, when you put the butter in the skillet. Ooh, Cast geez. iron. Oh, yes. Cast, Cast iron. iron. Oh, yeah. That's the only way to do it. Ooh, but y'all forget the main go to. That on good old fashioned. I had one yesterday, a fried bologna sandwich, man. Come Ooh, on, now. Y'all you be buying the bologna from the meat store. That's man, right, with dad. the red wrap on it. Yeah, with the my red dad wrap told me, hey, <laughs> don't get the one that's in the packages. He always say, go back there to the meat counter and have them yep. cut it the way you want it. And then he makes yep. his own Ooh, sauce to put it at that. Yes. Oh, oh, my God. My auntie makes sandwiches with that. She put the egg and the bread. Ooh, oh. ain't nothing like it. Ain't nothing like it. And number one, y'all, is the instant noodles, the ramen noodles. You yeah, can cut up some, that's what I was Yo, you can say. cut up some shrimp in it. You joint. can put a little Alfredo sauce in it. You can dress them <laughs> things up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you can make <laughs> it just, fancy. Yeah, you can make it fancy. You can make it fancy. Put you some shrimp or some crab <laughs> on top of that That powder be thing. on point. The powder really be tasting yes, like shrimp and chicken. Does, like, it does. How do they do that? Ooh, you really? said that powder Man, on, the, on the trap. That powder, it really be tasting like... That ramen like noodle shit. powder, you yeah. just said it on the trap. I'm oh telling you. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. They don't I'm give you about. enough either. Let me get a dime bag yeah. of that powder. <laughs> and, you know, so you saying the ramen noodle powder need to come in a box? Oh, my gosh, Man. yes. I be needing really? extra. It's so <laughs> good. It's so good. Now, Ricky, I'm sitting here waiting for you to say yours if I'm not mistaken. I'm, I want to hear oh, yours. Because I, re- I remember. That damn chicken pot pie? Yes. That's that it, damn, honey. Yep. That damn chicken yes, pot sir, pie. Yes, sir, honey. I had, yes. I had one uh day before yesterday. I and you got to take that damn fork and stab that yep. crust. <laughs> yeah. You used to buy those damn chicken pot pies by the pound. Yes. And you had the particular ones you like, the slender ones, not the fat ones. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Stopers. Yeah. yeah. 
And I never liked them. Oh, them pot pies go hard. Come on, dog. Come on, man. The flavor's so good on this thing. (laughs) Yeah. Boy. Oh, they they also have, y'all, wait, they have Totino's pizza. They got oatmeal. Oh, yeah. They got cream of mushroom soup. They ain't got tuna fish and crackers on there? No, they got uh, Larry's garlic salt with cooked rice, you know. (laughs) Like cooked, hey, like hey, rice, just put hey, a little Larry's on it and some hey, butter. Them damn Totino's party pizza ain't nothing but pizza on a saltine cracker. That's all it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it is. <laughs> oh, right, but who did they interview? Because, Ricky, we didn't have, I'm listening to you and Brad with this tomato um, soup oh, and yeah. grilled oh, cheese. Are we you serious? We grew up really? on that. Really? Yeah. They, yeah. Yeah. yeah, your folks held out on you because we grew up on them grilled cheese sandwiches <laughs> with yeah. that damn tomato really? soup. Yeah, but if it wasn't the tomato soup, it was the chicken noodle you dunked it in. Oh, you dunked yeah, it in. You dunked that thing. Ooh. <laughs> All right, y'all, more Ricky's Smile the Morning Show coming up. All right, Ricky's Smile the Morning. Uh, Black Tony, what's up, man? I'm trying to, um, Rick. Yeah. Hey, man, please don't fuss at me for not being at work today, please, because I can't take no more. Because I'm, I'm just scratched out. I'm so scratched out right now. If you fuss at me right now, I might just snap. I'm not even going to lie, y'all. I might just snap. Shout out to me it's all right if I stay out today because I got a lot going on right now in here in this house right now. It's a lot on me right now. It's a hey, lot man. of pressure right now. It's a lot of pressure right now. Oh, no, no, and I I'm just need gonna... you to just, just, be like, just be like, Black Tony, it's all right. You ain't got a call. Because <laughs> I'm not going to make, I'm not going to lie to you. So I'm not going to tell you no lies. I'm not going to tell you no crazy story. I'm not going to tell you none of that. I'll just, just try me, shout out. I'm stressed out right now. What you stressed out about, Blackton? For real. Yeah. What's wrong, Tony? Cause my grandma, my grandmama told me to do that laundry last night, yeah. and I got a little drunk. I got a little drunk, and I forgot to put all the towels and wash rags in the dryer. And she said they better be folded up by the time I get up in the morning. And I forgot to cut, so I just cut it on. They still wet. But I had, <laughs> I had, but look, but look, but real, yeah. that's not the problem. The problem is she had washed all them sheets. Uh-huh. She had washed all them seats. She said, "Black John." She said, "Before you go to work in the morning, you better have all these sheets folded up so I can put them in the, in the closet, in the bathroom closet." Okay. And Maria, I can't get you know the you know the bottom sheet. We go to bed. We got the little curly end on it. Yeah. I can't pull them up. I've been trying to pull. I've been trying to pull these sheets. I can't get them. Oh, you talking about you talking about the, the finished finish sheet? Yeah. <laughs> The one with the curly, with the, with the, with the curves on the end. The one, the, the, the one, the one look like a, the one that look like a bonnet. Yo, <laughs> she gonna be up in about twenty minutes, and she said I better have these sheets folded up. So I've been trying to fold these sheets up, but so scratched out right now. So Black Tony, you got all the sheets. You got so, so Black Tony, Black Tony, calm down. Let's walk through this. Let me ask you a question. Did you get the pillowcase? I ran up fold them up. Okay. Did you get the top sheet? <laughs> I ran up on them up. Okay, look. I got all these curly sheets. I can't get them fold up, right? <laughs> she said, if I ball them up, I'm going to get away. Oh. Yeah. Well, she said, if you don't fold it up, you can't come to work. She said, she said, let me go in my bathroom and closet and see them sheets not in there folded up. And you going to get a woman. I already got a woman on Friday. I don't want to get another one. How you getting whooping? How old are you, Black Tony? 31. <laughs> <laughs> what she whoop you with? 
she wouldn't even leave her door unlocked. <laughs> she don't mind anybody could have came here. <laughs> go, black Tony, go, go, go. She want me with a switch and a belt. <laughs> Take the day off, black Tony. <laughs> hey, black Tony, just promise us one thing. Promise us one thing. What? You coming tomorrow? I promise I'm gonna be there tomorrow. All right. I just need, I just need, I just need a day. I just, I just need, need what? A day? I just need a day, so I just need try to figure these seats out. Take your time, though. I'll be up in about 20 minutes. We'll see you tomorrow, Bledson. Hey, Maria. Yes. Here we go. I need one of them workout videos. Just please send me one. I, I know that will cheer you up. You want to You know. Look at you. Look at you. you. This is for me to you, Gary. Look at you. Look at you. instrumental and let Brad come on there and flow and then it pick back up on the hook. Leave me alone. I want to That's my part. Right. That's my part, honey. Leave me alone. I want to argue. Brad and Gary do it. Okay. <laughs> Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Wednesday, a beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news, y'all. Comedian Eddie Griffin, y'all, they're saying that he is dragging black women, honey, in his new stand-up. And he's being very disrespectful to Will and Jada Pinkett Smith. Now, they're saying that Will Smith is going to go off, honey, when he hears what comedian Eddie Griffin has to say about his beautiful wife and family. Now, they're saying, y'all, that Eddie is <laughs> traveling across the um, United States doing a new comedy routine that could get him slapped or worse. Now, according to multiple people who were in attendance of Eddie's comedy performance of this past weekend in Omaha, they're saying that the comedian made a series, honey, of jokes about Will Smith, Jada Pinkett Smith, and their lovely children, Willow and Jaden. So they're saying, y'all, that um, some people saying that, that the audience members say, honey, Eddie is definitely going to be dogged walk, honey, when Will and Jada get hold of what he's saying. Now, they're saying there's some more things they're saying. It's apparent too, Ricky, y'all, that they're saying nobody told Eddie, y'all, that it's no longer appropriate, honey, to use the F word when he's talking about alternative lifestyle people, for one thing. They're saying he's definitely was throwing it out there. But they're also saying, y'all, but um, there's some more troubling um things that Ed, uh, Eddie, he allegedly, y'all, talked about black women. Now, they're saying, honey, according to some of the audience members, they're saying Eddie called black women weaker. They're saying, honey, he said that black women destroyed 
the black family, honey, by accepting Section 8 and other welfare benefits from the white man. <laughs> yes, wrong. honey. They said Eddie claimed y'all that it was black women, honey, acceptance of welfare benefits that caused black men to leave their happy homes. Now, they're saying, y'all, he also, you know, said some other disparaging things, honey, and stuff like that. But how could he say that? How could he say that about black women saying that they accepted welfare from the white man, honey, and that's why the black man left? Do y'all know why the black man left? Eh, the thing that's going to get him in trouble is the F word. Yeah. yeah you can't say that. Yeah, no that's, that's where you get in trouble. You just, it's, it, it don't even. Yeah, comedians stopped saying that yeah, like it, in the it, 90s, yeah, right? It, it just I, don't it, even it's fit. It's not even a, yeah. In most rooms. Yeah. I don't know where that's going to go. The honest man still said that the old black man is still. <laughs> yeah, the old black dudes old. in the barbershop, they still say it. Yeah. <laughs> well, they say, honey, with Eddie, honey. Forgot to let people know today he's married to an Asian woman, honey. They say so, not her, so honey. But you're talking about all, um, black women and how they accepted welfare and what happened. And y'all know Eddie, um, you know, he appeared in sitcoms like Malcolm and Eddie, honey. And, you know, um, Undercover, Undercover Brother. And, you know, just some other different um, shows or so. Y'all, um, y'all can reach out to y'all um, fellow comedian, honey, and let him know, honey, that that's not cute. And uh, people will really find out. We ain't got to reach out to him. Yeah. I wonder how many people were at that show. Was it? He was in Omaha. He still sells. He still sells. He still sells. But that F word in 2023 will have repercussions. Yeah. Well, we're going to see how it turns out, y'all. In other celebrity news, y'all, everybody's talking about um, Dwayne Wade's um, um, daughter, um, um, Raya, honey. She attend, um, recently <laughs> attended a prom recently and stuff in there saying she looked amazing. But my thing is, uh, why did Gabrielle Union always with a camera? When that child's somewhere doing something, it makes me sick because I feel like she just exploits him. That's just I, my I, feeling. I, I, I get that feeling too, Maria. You ever get that, y'all get that feeling, Maria and Brett? I think she's proud of her. She ain't that she damn just, proud of her. She just seems like I think she just be savoring the memories and wants mm. to just take pictures of everything uh-uh. and want the world to know that she is proud. Mm-mm, I don't and, feel and that. They're, they're not ashamed of who she is. Mm-mm. I just don't feel that. I just feel her, and I feel Dwayne Wade just standing there looking doofus. And she just, honey, always just like she just exposed Why you don't um, do some of the other things with um, um, Zaya whenever what she other doing other things? Well, I mean, like when she had style shows and all that stuff. It just, I just feel like she just, it just don't seem real. Really? It just don't seem you don't, real. You don't think she's being authentic? No. Mm. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. And she pushed. You, you don't feel like it's genuine and sincere. At you feel like, all, like, honey. Yeah. At all. And if it's so yeah. damn genuine and real, to let her mama come and do some of these things. Well, her mama ain't ain't with it or something. Yeah, she would. She fight for now when Dwayne was trying to um change um her name or something. They was just fighting over. So I just don't. I I just don't feel it. I don't, I think don't the feel the mother it. is that supportive, Gary. As she Gabrie- can't be supportive because Gabrielle Demas is bombarded everything. No, Gary, they they are supportive more so than the mother, I believe. Well, it's like just- Dwayne Wade always has been having problems with the mother, so. I don't think I don't think she's because Gabrielle came along and he didn't done her so damn dirty. And oh, stuff. Gary, but this ain't got nothing to do with their personal. This is involving their child. Yeah, but I just don't feel that. I just, that's just my spirit. And when the spirit moves you, you move. And the spirit moves. <laughs> what? <laughs> that was deep. That was really deep. I didn't say it wrong. It's a little something different. Hold on, hold on. Turn the music off. Turn the music off. Everybody be quiet. Everybody be quiet. Gary, that was real profound. Say that again now. When the spirit moves, you move. Now, you're going to put the pause between. When the spirit moves, then you put a pause between. And then you said you move. When the spirit moves, move. 
I moved me because I felt like it. Anyway, the Kaluta damn day is Kaluta day is sundown. The Kaluta day is sundown. On the high end, you say sundown. No, no, no. No, Rick, he said when the spirit move you, you move. To move. That's right. Yeah. And I move. That's the color of the day. <laughs> hey, y'all give it up again with a T. Yeah. All right, y'all, Ricky's about the morning. Y'all got to wake up. Come on. Let's get at me. 8669 Ricky. Here we go. Want to wake up the Etheridge and Forbes family all over the country. Wake up, wake up, wake up. This is Rob from Central Florida, and I just want to give a wake-up call to the Diamond District. Wake up, wake up, wake up. My name is Rakai, and I'm calling from Florida City. To Rakari, Darrell, and Jakaria, and Josephina, and Nevaeh, i like to say wake up. This is your girl, Miss Val, calling from Lawrence, South Carolina. And I would like to wake up the Little Smiley Morning Crew and my family. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Hey. What's yours? Because we going to let Another day that the Lord has made, let us rejoice. Yes. Yeah. And be glad in it. Janie, how you feeling this morning? I feel fine. Uh, me too. He woke me up this morning, slid me in house shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Clean across the floor. Yes. <laughs> Clean. I almost couldn't stop when I got in my house shoes. I hit the wall. <laughs> Here's our church announcement this morning. Govern yourself. Accordingly. Govern yourself. Accordingly. Now, all cockeyed members are reminded <laughs> that you can only park in a handicapped spot if you cockeyed in both eyes. Hey, hey. And the parking lot security guard will check and see if he see you doing it. <laughs> and he'll check because he caught God too. <laughs> now, Sister Velma Waterson Jr. is back on that crack pipe again no. and broke in the church at the choir rehearsal last night. Oh, and the janitor caught him taking a whole bath in the baptismal pool. <laughs> With a whole bottle of mustard bubble in the water. And he couldn't get him out of the pool because he was trying to fight a grown man that was buck naked and slicked up all up and slippery with 
Mr. Bubbles. So there was a man law violation. Uh-uh. <laughs> Can't fight nobody that's buck naked and got shampoo all over. No. <laughs> shampoo? <laughs> shampoo, Mr. Bubbles. What they call it? The Mr. Bubbles. Bubble bath. Yeah, Bubble yeah. Bubble bath. Yeah. It was slick and... Bubbles. Yeah, he was slick and, and greasy and slimy and naked. Oh, Lord Jesus. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that ain't, that's not a comfortable fight right there. They got him on got him on out of there. So, now, we having a funeral on Saturday. Oh, wow. uh, God rest his soul, Billy McCoy. <laughs> he passed away last Friday. He was only 37. And he was a little bit overweight. He at 5'1, 290 pounds. What? <laughs> and he had severe back spasms, uh, choking fits. But other than that, he was in uh, good, good condition. And what took him out was he went out with his white cousins to do. A hundred foot bungee jump off a bridge. Uh uh-uh. uh. And didn't realize that it was a weight limit. <laughs> so, so the family gonna save money and bury him in a flat screen TV box. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, baby. He was pie. He was pie. <laughs> he was pie. He went down there pretty fast. So, uh, everybody could take consideration of your weight before you go bungee jumping. Okay. I'm glad I didn't go because he invited me, Janie. <laughs> Don't go bungee jumping, Janie. <laughs> Don't do it. All right, y'all. I'll see y'all tomorrow. All, All right. right now. All right. Celebrity news, y'all. Nene Leakes is back in the news again, honey. This time she is speaking out. She calls y'all the Real Housewives franchises starless, honey. 
They're saying y'all that Nene is one of the most remembered stars of the Real Housewives of Atlanta, honey, becoming a breakout star of the um, franchise. But now they're saying y'all that the reality star, you know, she recently did an interview, honey, and, you know, she was um, talking about, you know, some of the um, the people on the um her colleagues, honey, she said, honey, they all starless. She said, there are no more stars, honey, in the reality, in the um, franchise, honey. Now, she recently was talking about, um, if you ever watched the show, The Real Housewives of Potomac. Now, that's where Miss Robin Dixon, you know, she's on that show. And she revealed, y'all, that Robin came out and talked about it. She said, honey, that her husband, Juan, had an affair. And she married what? him anyway, honey. Juan had an affair, and she married him anyway. So Nene said, oh, honey, yes, honey, the starless Robin Dixon child. And honey, she said, just starless. And then she, they asked her, they said, well, what do you mean by that? And she said, like these girls on these shows, she said, they are just not stars. She said, if you really look at she said, all the stars that were on any of these franchises, they took them off, and everybody that is left, honey, is starless. Then she said, honey, that um, Robin, you know, she talked about Robin and stuff and, you know, saying, honey, how, you know, that she, she, it's just sad thing, honey, for them, you know, just to do something like that. But she went on so and said and said and said, you know, that first of all, honey, there's a difference, honey, between being a star and being known. She ain't told no lie. <laughs> she ain't told no lie. Yeah, what? How do you think she ain't told no lie? I mean, do you agree that she might have a point? Well, I mean, yeah, she said, but, you know, she said, um, I did, she said, honey, you're famous or you're not. And she said, these girls are not famous, honey. She said, honey, they're definitely not famous. They're just known. But now, when they asked her about Candy, now she did go on there saying, you know, you know, Candy is definitely, you know, famous, honey. And she's a star. She said, but as for everybody else on them shows, they are starless. Wow. I don't know. Oh, you wow. got to look at the stats. Has the, the viewership hasn't been as good as it was when she was on the show, right? Um, it's, isn't that just a, a fact based well, off of the numbers and the viewership? Well, yeah, I guess to an extent, but the show still is on, though. Yeah, it's still on, and I'm, it's, it's probably doing well for a reality show, but when she was on, yeah. it was really popping. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely that, but honey, this girl said, honey, either you're famous or you're not. She said, honey, you're just known. All right, baby. Y'all know anybody that think they famous, but they just know? Don't fall for it. That's a trick question. <laughs> wow, you, you really did put that out there, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, right, right. Girl, you ain't famous, bitch. You just know. <laughs> It might be a difference. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, she says a difference, but it is a difference. It's a huge difference. And she ain't so, I mean, y'all know she's saying the truth. Yeah, it's definitely a difference, honey. But we're going to keep our parties lifted up in prayer. Everybody know you. And what I got that finger snap kind of know. Like, people look at me in the mall and be like, hey, um, aren't you, uh, yeah, hey, don't you, uh, then they say, Rock T. They say, you're Rock T. Oh, damn. So, yes, honey, but anyway, congratulations. All right, moving on. Another celebrity news, y'all. Chad Ocho Cinco Johnson, honey, he is really looking down on. People, I don't like when people do this. And I'm telling I'm going to say this. You do what you want to do with your damn money and you live how you want to live. Now, it's being reported he's telling the world, y'all, that he saved 83% of his salary when he was in the league. He said, honey, while y'all thought he was wearing, honey, all these big, fabulous diamonds and things, he said he was wearing fake jewelry. What's yeah. wrong with that? He saved all his money. I wear, I wear. 
Well, yeah, well, we know you. Eric. But now he can live the rest of his life without what? no financial worries because he didn't throw. He he's was smart with his money. No, no, he was that damn smart. He had to give Evelyn some money when he fought with but her. But he got a lot left. Yeah, but I don't think he got that dog on much. Oh, he got a lot left. I saw him on a podcast. He showed he showed a bank balance. He yeah. he got a lot left. Yeah, he could have had that type yeah, of up. money. Remember? Oh no, he had a pot. Oh no, he had he had a uh what you call it the when you get the your statement. He he said yeah he got a lot of money left. But this is the problem, or should I say concern I have with it. If I want to buy a damn Toyota and you want to buy, honey, um, a bicycle, don't knock me, honey, because I want to buy a Toyota. He wasn't knocking anybody. He just said for him, it didn't make sense to spend a whole lot of money on real jewelry because he said that his name alone is worth more than anything he could buy. He said oh, wow. just being ultra. He said people, I'm ultra. People that don't buy real jewelry are definitely supportive of what he's saying. Yeah, he said my name is exactly. Ocho. He said so whatever I buy. <laughs> he said whatever I buy, like, whatever I wear is going it's going, you know. Why why speak why buy fake jewelry yeah. and why buy fake name. jewelry? We no. got the name. We 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 why, make why the fake necklace fake, look why good. Why lay fake diamonds on your body? Like, what are you worth? And 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 if you buy real jewelry, honey, that's an asset. It Hell, don't depreciate. No, you can pawn it and get some damn money later and stuff like that. So I mean, you know, I don't like. But what he's you a man, and I think men have different values when it comes to that. You know, Rick, hey, well, would you agree? I, 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 yeah, I Man, went to the uh, the kiosk in our uh, Green Brown Mall and racked up on them big ass herringbone necklaces. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, y'all just yeah. go ahead and rack up <laughs> on there, honey. I just rather have something, honey, that it makes my mental feel good. <laughs> that you know, honey. That well, it, I go to the mall and I go to the mom section, middle of the he mall. He made some good points, though. <laughs> well, he may have made some good points, but there's still also two sides to every story. But what's wrong it's with saving your money? It's not it's nothing wrong with saving money, but it's a balance. I don't see what you're saying. You say don't be condescending towards people who want to spend their exactly. money on jewelry. And exactly. that's fine if you want to save. Yes. But if I want to spend, then I'm going to spend. So exactly. that's what you're saying. Honey, I was told, honey, that you only damn live once, honey, and, and nothing, goes, nothing goes with you honey, when you're dead. So that land you bought, because you bought a damn whole farm, great. But when you're dead, that farm's sitting just right there. No, it's going e- to your kids. E-I-E-I-O. <laughs> the color of the day, cause, honey. I mean, it's just, I just hate when people do that, though, honey. But knock yourself out, though, honey. Hey, that's just like. But anyway, uh-uh. all right. The color of the day, honey, is one of my favorite colors. My color of the day, y'all, is sundial. On the high end, you say sundial, and on the lower, you say beautiful gold. That's your color for the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, y'all, 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 give it up for Gary with a T. Hey, uh, every Wednesday on the Rick's Around the Morning Show is Wellness Wednesday. We got the one and only Dr. MJ Collier is back uh, with an update from the medical community. And he's also also going to be answering general court, uh, medical questions. Dr. Collier, what up, though? Morning, Ricky Smiley. Thank you so much for the opportunity to bring healthcare information to the listeners of the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. So, Ricky, today we're going to talk about something that 100% of your listening audience and all the, the Morning Show crew have had this problem. And that's heartburn. But sometimes it's not just a little heartburn. The formal term is gastroesophageal reflux disease or GERD. And this, is, this happens when excess stomach acid gets out of the stomach, which has a lining that protects it from digesting itself from the acid to the lower part of the esophagus. And that's where you get the burning sensation that makes it very, very uncomfortable. But, Ricky, it's not just a little heartburn. There can be severe complications of that. So when you get that, you get damage to the bottom part of the esophagus, and that can cause 
problems with swallowing that's called dysphagia. You can have chest pain that mimics a heart attack. You can get acid that comes up and goes into your bronchial tubes and does damage to the lungs or aggravates an asthma-type condition. So, and, and if that's persistent, that bottom part of the esophagus can scar, and once it scars, it develops a stricture, and you might even have to have that lower portion of your esophagus dilated so that you're just able to swallow your regular foods. So this is a big problem. Uh, if it continues and becomes a chronic condition, that chronic condition is called Barrett's esophagitis or Barrett's esophagus. And when that happens, you are predisposed to esophageal cancer. So amazingly enough, Ricky, this uh, affects disproportionately white men over the age of 50, a disease state that's not disproportionately affecting African Americans. People with a family history, of course, because if you had the same genetics, you had the same predispositions. And, you know, you just need to avoid some of those triggers. If you smoke, you know, that's one of the things that can ag aggravate it. If you have excess abdominal fat and people with long-standing uh, you know, heartburn. If it's been going on for years and you've just been taking over-the-counter medications, you might need to have an upper endoscopy to evaluate the nature of the disease. Fortunately, uh, a lot of the treatments now over-the-counter. Uh, you've heard of these products, uh, Tepsit and Tagamet, or what are called H2 blockers. They block pr uh, production of acid in the stomach so you don't get excess acid production. Then proton pump inhibitors, these are the latest and the greatest, and that's Nexium, Protonics, Dexalant, and some of the uh, generic names, Omiprazole, uh, Asifex, Pantoprazole, which is Protonix, and Losoprenol, Losoprenol, which is Prevacid. Okay, so uh, you can avoid triggers. Everybody has a food that they know if they eat it is going to cause heartburn. So either eat and enjoy it and know you're going to have heartburn or just don't eat it. <laughs> and don't eat within three hours of going to bed because if you have a full stomach and you lie down on it, you basically guarantee yes, yourself that you're going to have reflux. Uh, if you smoke, don't smoke. Uh, coffee can be a trigger. That's why most people drink coffee in the morning is because you're standing up and you're not going to get a lot of problems with it. And then some types of alcohol. Uh, so if you drink alcohol, particularly some of the darker liquors, uh, uh, they may aggravate uh, reflux in your stomach. So we don't want you having uh, just a little heartburn. If you find that this is a, becoming a chronic problem for you, you need to have it evaluated. Work with your primary care uh, physician and then your gastroenterologist. All right, John, we're to call you. Good morning. Yes, Dr. Collier. Um, I had COVID back in December, and I'm wondering, is it okay for me to get the booster? I've only had the first original two shots and one booster. Um, I want to know if it's okay for me to go ahead and get the most recent booster now. Uh, yes, it would be okay to do it. You could go uh, up to three months uh, without getting it because your natural immunity is going to be optimal at this time. But it's okay to get it right now. The new bivalent booster is the only booster that's available. And they're going to, to totally eradicate the original um, COVID vaccine. The FDA has recommended that, and they're just going to only give the new booster as your total treatment regimen. So if you're vaccine naive or if you only had one or two shots, that will be the shots that you will be getting from this point forward. All right, gentlemen. Y'all want Dr. Collier. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Dr. Collier. I'm calling to see, uh, I'm, sorry, I'm having uh, issues with my heart. It's like a skipping beat. Is this something that I really should be worried about? Uh, everybody's heart skips a beat. It kind of resets like you're resetting your computer or your, or your cell phone. As long as uh, the missed beats are not associated with dizziness, lightheadedness, feeling that sensation that you're feeling like you're going to pass out, it's called syncope or chest pain or dizziness. Those are symptoms that this is pathological, but most people have uh, arrhythmia. Your heartbeat 
really is in the background. Your brain kind of blocks it out so you're unaware of it. When the rhythm changes, that's when it gets your attention. And, again, if you're having any of those symptoms, then you need to have it evaluated. If you're over 40, it wouldn't be a bad idea to just go to your doctor and get a comprehensive physical that would include an EKG. And if you have a history of heart disease in your family, then you definitely need to have a full cardiac evaluation. Good morning. Hi, good morning, Dr. Carl. Yes, someone who suffers with hydrogenitis superativa or better known as HS, what are some recommendations in helping to uh, prevent flare-ups? Okay, uh, one, decreasing stress level, making sure that you're getting enough uh, rest. Uh, any stressors in your life that uh, stresses associated with flare-ups are all kind of inflammatory conditions. Uh, again, one of those things I recommend, uh, again, vitamin D, which is your body's natural anti-inflammatory, omega-3 fish oil, and then even probiotics to decrease inflammation that might be in your gut. So all of those things are things that I recommend, all available at lipodrops.com. You can go and get some. These are the opinions of Dr. M.J. Collier, not those of Ricky Smiley, the Ricky Smiley Morning Show cast or its production crew. You can reach me on all social media at Ask ASK Dr. MJ. Follow me on Facebook. I'll follow you back, I promise. And you can contact me directly via DMs. Ricky Smiley Unleashed. All right, y'all, Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Uh, I just want to, first of all, thank God for my life and thank and just thankful this morning to wake up and know that I serve a living guy. Man, I, my God is awesome. My God woke me up this morning and closed my right mind. I might not be, you know, where I want to be and stuff. And, and, and But I, I decided a long time ago, through sickness, through pain, through the storm, through the rain, I'm going to continue to love and serve God. Uh, I want to, first of all, uh, say that God giveth, God taketh away. God knows what's best. And uh, I'm standing here on solid on a solid foundation saying that I trust God. Um, I want to thank everybody for your your prayers, your calls, your texts. Uh, I was supposed to be off today. I was supposed to be off, you know, this week. You know, give you know the company is so kind to give me space to process and grieve. But it don't make no sense to lay up in the bed. I, we made um, uh, final arrangements for our son. And um, and then doing the best we can, we went and picked out everything. Everything is done and set in place other than just getting a few pictures and stuff together. No need to sit back there and and think about what I seen yesterday that I can't unsee. Uh, yesterday, yesterday was uh, other than Sunday was probably the worst day of my life. And I wouldn't wish this on a on a low down dog. I wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy. For every parent, every mother and every father that had to bury a child, I totally understand how you feel. And I, I, I never would have thought in a million years that I would, grow, you know, become an adult and have to bury one of my kids. My son was awesome. I enjoyed him, man, especially when he was around 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 years old. That was like the sweet spot to have a son where you actually take him to the barbershop to get a haircut and Chuck E. Cheese and the jumping gym and the and the things that we did together and sleeping in the same bed and on road trips and going to the beach and doing this stuff. Uh, God gave me, gave me the best man to love and affection that we have for each other. I thank God for my son's mother, 
uh, who actually laid down and went in labor and gave birth to him. Um, uh, I, I, it, other than myself hurt, it hurt me more to see my son's uh, mother and dad cry like they was crying yesterday and his sister. Uh, his sister, younger sister Taylor, who actually worked worked for the morning show and interned here when she was a college student. He said, damn, you know, my sister's a communication major and she worked with us, uh, Taylor. But I, I just want to want to want to say uh, to the uh, to the Tyree Nichols family, uh, to Mr. and Ms. Nichols, that that that's heavy on my heart because they're going to bury their son today. And watching them, what they're going through and, and, and the suffering and, and everything that they're dealing with. My heart is with them, and my heart is with all the parents. Uh, we're going to celebrate my son's life. Um, it's going to be Saturday, uh, Saturday at noon at Faith Chapel, and uh, and we're going to celebrate, and we're there to celebrate and to celebrate only. only. We stand united as a family, Um and I'm just I'm just thankful for everybody that has been kind to my son, all of his coaches, football, baseball, all of his teachers, all uh, his tutors, uh, tutor. Hell, I need one. I can't even damn pronounce the word. Uh, everybody that helped him through school. Um, pastor, uh, my son just got baptized um, a, a month, a couple of months ago, or a month and a half ago. And just trying to, you know, uh, uh, you know, get his life back, back over to God, and all is well. I, I, I just appreciate everything. I love everybody, all the calls, all the text messages, messages, and uh, it's hard. It's hard to sleep. You can't sleep. You can't eat. It's just a process that you go through. Uh, appreciate our uh, Ricky Lewis uh, and uh, my fraternity, Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity Incorporated. And everybody that have shown love, and I and I'll see y'all Saturday. And I just want to say thank you, and I just want to take the time to thank you, God, Father God, our, our real Daddy. You wanted Him to be with you, because uh, I'm sure you could do a much better job than I can. You even created me and created my granddaddy, and uh, so I, I'm just thankful and grateful this morning. And I'm a preacher, so. That's why I'm here. I'm on the radio this morning because other people was at the funeral home yesterday. You hear me? Other people was at the funeral home yesterday with clothes, burying their loved ones, not just me. And and, and, and I want y'all to pray for all the families that got to bury a loved one this weekend. God bless you. Uh, thank you. And to God be the glory. We still serve the best father uh, their cre- and, and creator uh, to mankind. What a what a wonderful, loving God that we serve. And I stand proud, and I stand on the, on the rock of God this morning. I thank Him for my life. I thank you for the good. I thank you for the bad. I thank you for the storms. I thank you for the rain. I thank you for the ugly. I thank you for everything. I don't care how bad it gets. I'll never curse God. They said Joe told Job to curse God and die. He said, man, please. And God turned around and blessed him with more than he ever had. And I want you to know this morning that God will give you double for your trouble. You know what I'm going to do tomorrow? Tomorrow I'm going to serve the homeless at the Salvation Army. And if you want to do anything for me, I don't need no flower. 
Go and make a donation to the Salvation Army. Let's fill up these pantries because just because my son died, I want to make sure that somebody is able to eat. Somebody's able to get a hot meal. I'm going to put on an apron tomorrow and I'm going to serve through my pain and still serve God because it ain't about me. This is about God and doing God's work and doing his ministry. So I thank you and I thank you, God, for my life. And I just appreciate the opportunity to speak from my heart this morning. More Ricky Smiley Morning Show coming up. Ricky Smiley Morning Show, five minutes after the top of the hour. Ladies and gentlemen, Dalvin Gatson is the 29-year-old black man and veteran who was beaten by three white police officers of the Colorado Springs Police Department. And they released the following statement yesterday after the district attorney decided to drop criminal charges against Gatson. Now, the beating has sparked national outrage since body camera video of the incident and photograph of Gatson's injuries were released in December, amplifying the family's call for an independent criminal investigation into the officer's actions and that they be charged immediately. Now, Gadsden was initially charged with two counts of second-degree assault on a police officer, resisting arrest, obstructing a peace officer, driving under the influence, and driving without license plates. But Gadsden ultimately paid a $15 fine for improperly displaying the license plates on his car. And this morning, representing the Gadsden family is our good friend and brother, Attorney Bakari Sellers. Welcome to the show. Bakari, how you doing, man? Man, I'm doing good. I come to you guys with a heavy heart. It's tragedy all around, but I'm glad to be with you this morning. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much. So this story has picked up on social media and people are asking, what was the officer's reasoning for the abuse of force on Dalvin? <laughs> well, they didn't have any reason. I mean, they, they uh, and people get upset when I use this term, but it's truly the definition. But they lynched him. Um, it was violence by mob. Um, and what you saw was a young man get pulled over for no probable cause whatsoever. Um, he was violated. He was placed under arrest. He was beaten. He has what's called a, a closed head injury. He's going to see a neurologist. When you see his, when you see his face after he was beaten, just the blood pouring from his face, um, the officer smiling while you see the bruises on his hand. I mean, it's just traumatizing what he went through. And one of the things that people don't know about Mr. Gatson is that he's a veteran. He's a veteran in a military city, and they did him like this. Mm. Oh, man. Is it unusual that the district attorney would drop all criminal charges? And is yeah. that like admitting fault? <laughs> um, so I, I can't go as far as uh, the other side is saying they admitted fault. They, I mean, they, they did everything but admit fault. I, I think that there is... If you open your eyes, there is enough fault to go around, but it's very rare. Um, and you see that it happened in light of Tyree Nichols. Um, and so all of these cases have a common line that runs through them, even dating back to Emmett Till, just that state-sanctioned violence. And, you know, I have a Latoya James case down in Georgia that is a no-knock warrant case that's just like Breonna Taylor. Um, I have a Jared Hobbs case in Georgia where uh, detention center officers literally beat and pummeled this young man in his cell. And the only reason that we um, are able to get that case or type of case is because we got the footage from the jail. And it's just like, uh, it's just like Mr. Gasson. It's just like uh, Mr. Nichols. And so these cases happen all over the country, but we're finally starting to see them. The question that I have for people is about justice. 
injustice is this never happening again. But right now we have a cultural problem. And I'm not necessarily sure, and this is my frustration, how to fix that problem. Mm. Now, you talked about the footage. And since there is video of what happened, are there any talks that these officers involved will, will face charges? Yes, we're, we're pressing for that. Um, we're asking the DA to review that. I'm, I don't know if the DA will go that far. But I have a great deal of faith in um, Kristen Clark, who is over the Civil Rights Division at the Department of Justice. I, I'm one of uh, Mayor Garland's fans um, because I've seen the work that he's been doing, although he doesn't do it loudly. Um, but the Civil Rights Division that was non-existent under the 45th president is just doing amazing work today. And so I would say that um, I have full faith that uh, Kristen Clark and the DOJ Civil Rights Division will do that work necessary and hopefully bring charges. But they're also tackling that cultural issue in policing that I just mentioned. Like, look, mm-hmm. guys, I mean, you guys talk about issues that matter to people all the time. But we've given police officers body cameras. We've given them more training. We've given them more cops. We've given them more resources. And they're still doing this. So it's, it's not a resource question. It's a culture question. What in the culture of policing makes you believe that you can just go out and beat black people like yep. a pulp? That's right. my problem. And, Bakari, I'm going to change my question up a little bit based on something you just said a minute ago. We've dealt with the training. We've dealt with the, uh, you know, the other. When does it become body an issue of just legis- body cam? When does it become an issue that this has to be dealt with legislatively? We're talking about qualified immunity where cops don't have to be held li- personally liable for committing these crimes against the citizenry. When do, when are we going to revisit that whole conversation? Look, it's, it's icy in Dallas. I know some of y'all are in, in Texas. I know some of, you know, there's a whole bunch of people in Memphis today. It's icy. They're going to get in their car. If they go out and wreck, un- unfortunately, then their insurance has to cover it. As a lawyer, I have to cover malpractice insurance. As a doctor, a doctor goes in there and operates on your left knee when you're supposed to have right knee arthroscopic surgery. His insurance will cover it. Um, officers don't have any skin in the game. Um, officers don't have to go out and get insurance policies. They don't have to do anything. So when they mess up, they say, oops. Um, and they have what's called qualified immunity. And the, the, the part about qualified immunity is all the officer has to do to beat that threshold is say, I felt like my life was in danger. But see, now we have body cameras. And even with body cameras, they say that not only does your, uh, if you say your life has to be in danger, but the exact circumstances had to happen before. And many times that's not the case. And so officers are let off the hook for qualified immunity all the time. And um, unfortunately for us, uh, the state of Colorado has abolished and got rid of qualified immunity. So those officers don't have um, that. And so we're going we're gonna to continue to push this case uh, for Mr. Gasson uh, civilly, and we're going to push for them to be criminal charges. If that was us beating somebody up, we'd get charged with assault. Come on now. Bakari, while we have you on, man, you mentioned earlier about the Tyree Nichols case. Do you foresee that sixth officer who tased Tyree, who is white, being charged along with the original five officers? Yeah, I actually think more people are going to be charged than that. I think the six officers are going to be charged. I think that there's going to be charges brought against the um uh, the medical professionals. I, I, it was something. It was something like 17 minutes. Uh, ben was talking to me last night, and y'all just I, I, listen. Can y'all pray for Ben Crump? He ain't asking for it, but I'm asking for it because the work that he does for our community, the exhaustion. I saw him in studio on Sunday. 
and just the, the carrying the burden and the pain of that black death all the time, just pray for them. But there is there were uh, medical professionals who waited, you know, nearly 20 minutes before they gave him any treatment whatsoever. And he was sitting there just on the ground in handcuffs, brutally beaten. Um, they should face charges, too. I believe all of them will face charges in the long run. Well, Bakari Sellers, man, thank you so much for always jumping on with us, keeping us up to speed on everything. How can people follow you? Oh, definitely go to my Instagram page, Bakari Sellers. Uh, I have the, the, the gas and video up there if you want to check it out and, and share it. Um, you know, I'm on Twitter, Bakari underscore Sellers. And all I do is post my, my workouts. I'm trying to be Tom's Sexiest Man of the Year or People Magazine's <laughs> Sexiest Man of the Year. And Let's go. Um, you know, y'all, y'all keep me in your prayers. There it is, man. Ladies and gentlemen, y'all give it up for attorney Bakari Sellers. Thank you so much, my brother. We got more Ricky's Holiday Morning Show coming up next. front page is about to go down. Maria Moore, what's happening? Good morning, Rock T. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's your Wednesday morning news. Tyree Nichols will be laid to rest today. His funeral, originally planned for this morning, was delayed until 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time due to inclement weather and travel delays. Meanwhile, more audio and video from the January 7th traffic stop will be released, but... We'll have to wait. City of Memphis Chief Legal Officer Jennifer Sink said in a Tuesday evening statement that the city will be holding all additional video and audio until it completes an administrative investigation, which should occur in the coming weeks, adding that a premature release of the video and audio could compromise our administrative investigation. In politics, former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley is expected to announce she's running for president on February 15th in Charleston. According to a person familiar with her plans, Haley would be the first Republican to jump into the 2024 presidential race this year, facing only former President Donald Trump. In other news, Gmail accounts are getting a makeover in a bid uh, to offer users a more complete Google Workspace experience. The updated Gmail will now provide not just email services, but video conferencing and chat options all in a single location. Lastly, Valentine's Day is right around the corner. Zoos are offering the opportunity to name a cockroach for Valentine's Day. Now, this has started to become a popular trend as an obscure act of love or out of pettiness. I'm Maria Moore, and that's what's happening in news for more on these stories and other headlines. <laughs> Imagine naming a cockroach. All right. Log on to rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what's going on in sports? Well, it's official. Again, Tom Brady announces his retirement. Again. I actually think he's for real this time, man. He's um he's always said that he wanted to play till the age of 45. He is actually 45, even though he didn't go out like he wanted to go out. I believe him this time. It is what it is. Although it would have been dope to see him play for them San Francisco 49ers next year since Brock Purdy got hurt and all that good stuff. But I'm just saying. Shout out to uh, National Signing Day, man, for all the high school recruits. Congratulations to all the young high school athletes preparing to transition to college. It's about to get ready to be on. LeBron James moves to fourth place on NBA's all-time assist list with 10,339 total assists. He's the only nine guard on this list, passing Steve Nash, who is now number five, Chris Paul's number three, Jason Kidd's number two, and of course, the great John Stockton is number one. New head coaches in the NFL, former New Orleans Saints head coach Sean Payton is now 
going to be the head coach of the Denver Broncos. And the Houston Texans hired the San Francisco 49er defensive coordinator, D'Amico Ryans, yes, as their new head coach. Amazing hire for two reasons. One, he's a black man getting a head coaching opportunity. And D'Amico Ryan is the perfect person for the Texans job. He used to play with the Texans, man, out of Alabama. It's going to be an amazing situation out there in H-Town. Last but not least, man, a 22-year-old high school basketball coach in Virginia just lost her job for trying to pass as a 13-year-old player on a junior varsity basketball team. (laughs) Arlisha Boykin is her name. Grown woman out there trying to play with the kids and get away with it. (laughs) I ain't mad at him. I saw the video, and she was, like, trying to dub them up and high-five and all that. I'm just like, school. I come from the school of if if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Ma'am. No, (laughs) ma'am. Literally, no, (laughs) ma'am. All right, man. That's all I got for sports, man. Brad got the hot spot right now. (laughs) The hot spot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot, what up, Brickety Tack? What up, Rock T? Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brad Tat Tat, and this is the hot spot where we bring you music, movies, and more. So let's get off into it. Well, y'all, R. Kelly's attorney, Jennifer Bojean, said that she is pleased that the Cook County prosecutor, Kim Fox, decided to drop the sex abuse charges against her client. But she said in a statement, look, he only has one life to give. So I don't know how many sentences upon sentences would satisfy people, she continued. She said there is no real sense of relief. He's still fighting for his life, and he's still facing decades in prison. Meanwhile, before Stephen Twitch boss passed away last year, the Ellen DeGeneres show star posed for an ad campaign promoting a collaboration between Gap and the Brooklyn Circus. Yesterday, his wife, Allison Hoker boss, said in a statement, we pay tribute to Stephen's life by sharing these images and homage to the joy and light he brought to everyone around him. A press release for the campaign reads, uh, the Brooklyn Circus and Gap share in the heartbreaking loss of beloved icon Stephen Twitch boss, uh, who was a longtime supporter of the uh, BK Circus community. Uh, Allison added, when Stephen and I first saw his images from the campaign, it brought tears to our eyes. He was so moved by how they captured his true essence, and he was excited for the world to see them. Gap also announced that it will be donating to Vibrant Emotional Health in Boss's Honor. The organization offers free emotional support to those in need. That's so nice. I saw some pictures, and they looked really nice. And some video, yeah. It was really beautiful. Um, Moving on, reports say that Rihanna might be dropping a children's clothing line with Fenty. I am not surprised as her empire continuously grows. Um, According to Essence, the singer filed a trademark uh, for the reported name brand Fenty Kids on January 20th. So fans can expect clothes, swimwear, footwear, baby bibs, booties, bibs, sleepwear, and more. I guess by her having a new baby, she likes you might as well. Oh, yeah. Why not? (laughs) Um, yeah, and that's that's it, y'all. Uh we <laughs> <laughs> It's all right, baby. Yeah. Yeah. I ran out of stories. Gary, yeah. yeah, did you have anything you wanted to add? Yeah, honey. Congratulations to Rihanna, child, honey. You know, but I'm surprised Kim Kardashian didn't do that. Yeah, but I guess she she had her babies and stuff already, so she got skims and yeah, she got enough. They got stuff. beauty line, they got everything, child. Did you see the thing about Jason Derulo and his, his broke foot? And he said that he was going to be performing at the Super Bowl. Is he performing at the Super Bowl? I, I saw that on t- on, on TMZ. Is, was he performing with Rihanna? I think he was supposed I, to be a surprise guest. Did you see that, Rock? 
Yeah, but I, I saw think he may be performing before the game. I think he's Oh, okay, as part of yeah, the Super Bowl. Yeah, we heard nothing about him performing on the halftime. All we heard is Riri. And why would she bring him out as a guest? Not saying nothing is wrong with that, but yeah. Riri is huge. Well, he's part of yeah. the festivities or whatever. And yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Okay, right. gotcha. Well, let me remind y'all that sources say Beyonce is set to announce her Renaissance Stadium tour tomorrow. Uh, and the pre-sale kicking off is on February 6th. So y'all better get ready to get them tickets. I know as soon as they go on sale, they probably going to be gone. I mean, yeah. I can could, I could see the phone lines now. It's oh, gonna and they're going to resell them for like double the price. You know oh, it. triple Just the price. Just to buy them to sell them. Oh, my God. I wish I would. Well, you wish you would what? Stand in line for a ticket. A uh, Beyonce ticket. Or be on the phone and wait. Uh, none of it. Honey. But mean, what if you could buy them for $500 and sell them for 5000 Oh, baby, yes, ma'am. <laughs> now you're talking, honey. Okay. Yeah, now that's cute. Now, yeah. on nice that note, flip. okay, on that note, we're going to wrap up the hot spot, y'all. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show.